Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Channeling, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields. Having the pleasure sometimes to walk through nature is a true gift. Because in nature, time doesn't matter. The birds don't respond to time. They chirp out of love. And they ride the waves of the winds, soaring through the air, diving. It's my most recent walk that caused me to think about what is it that happiness has so valued that everyone seeks it? And few say they actually achieve it. Many who want to go down a spiritual road say to themselves, it's happiness that I seek. I'm not sure that that is actually true. I'd like to suggest a different thought. After doing thousands of reads, meeting amazing clients, what I've noticed as a pattern I ask them, what do you seek in life? The most common response I receive is, what do you mean? What is it that ultimately you would want to seek out of a spiritual journey or out of this school-based system of life where we're learning constantly? Many say how to be successful finding love. I'd like to offer a different thought. That in the end, it's not happiness that we seek. What we seek is freedom. We seek freedom from the burden of money pressures. We seek freedom from having the obligation to do something. And rather, to move to choices, the freedom to choose who we spend time with, how we spend our day, who we love. I believe that freedom is ultimately what our soul wants and our mind resists. Our mind is all about trying to create a routine for ourselves so that we survive that we ensure that we remember to feed ourselves, to sleep enough, to take care of those that we love, often resulting in us wearing the golden handcuffs to that job, to that task, ensuring that we keep on time to our schedules, out of fear that if we slip or if we don't do what we're supposed to in the most productive way, that we won't meet the needs or expectations of others. And yet, just like that bird in the forest on the walk, we seek that freedom to soar in the sky, dive for fish, sit on a branch and observe as we want. I read a recent study that in America, 
92% of long-term incarcerated men who feel extremely remorseful and have gained early parole from the crimes that they have committed will, within the first 45 days, commit another crime. And when asked why, their response was, I didn't know what to do with my freedom, and I feel safer in jail. Not from committing a crime, but because that is the only normal I knew. That study struck me, and it got me thinking that even if we achieve freedom, we sometimes don't know what to do with it. If freedom is truly what we wish to achieve, then what that means is that we must learn to master time and understand that freedom ultimately doesn't come in large chunks of time. Well, not unless we win the lottery or become financially free so that our mind can ease with the perspective that it doesn't have to have financial burdens. But freedom in itself is subtle. It can come in the form that you've recently left a spouse that you felt was not optimal for your mental health. And now you're free from it. But if you're not careful, you won't understand that you have that freedom unless you take steps to acknowledge it and work with it. You see, freedom can come with a small pocket of time. Maybe freedom is that your meeting starts later in a workday and you have an extra 15 minutes. Freedom could be that you have now an extra hour because the kids now have homework to do. We can find pockets of freedom that will ultimately lead to happiness if we know what to do with those extra 15 minutes, 5 minutes, 3 minutes, if we plan for it. And if we make the commitment within those small pockets of freedom that we wish to start a new normal, amazing things will happen. Many people call spirituality by names of finding your authentic self, seeking the broken you, and I'm not here to challenge those, but it seems complicated to me. When we label things and give things names that we ourselves are not comfortable with, or we have to explore to what it means for us, it isn't for us. The path of spirituality isn't about setting some large goal that the world will recognize. It's opening your heart, feeling the freedom within, and selflessly giving to others because you've reached this state of pure freedom. Unleashing your soul and resting the mind. 
So as you move through this, steps, awakening, ask yourself, what is it that I would do with freedom? And how would I get there? If freedom means to you that you would have more time to give to the charities, organizations, or community that you live in, then the extra five, ten minutes that you would have, you could spend researching. Which ones do you want to give to? And how do you sign up for help? Maybe with an extra 30 minutes, you can act on some of those organizations that you do help. Maybe with an extra five, ten minutes, you could run to your neighbor and ask if they need any groceries picked up because that's what your next chore is. When we acknowledge that we wish to achieve and reach freedom within our day, we must acknowledge it and record it to see how we move from a day that makes us feel trapped that we have no choices to seeing how many pockets within a day we can create a freedom where we choose what we wish to do. The other day I was with, at the dog park with a friend and we're standing out watching the dogs play and his mind is working towards, oh, I forgot to do this or I needed to finish that task. I stood in silence and allowed him to work through his elements. And I sat back not judging, but just praying for him, that he could let go in this moment and just be free. The wind was blowing across the park's field, and I stood there imagining the wind running through my wings fluffing my feathers and giving me strength. And I wish that for him, not to be tied back to his tasks, but sense the freedom that he had in that moment, graced by the dogs walking, running, and playing, and giving his soul and mind a break from the day. This isn't a judgment or a criticism if in fact you find it hard to find freedom within yourself. Rather, I hope you use this as encouragement to see that your day does have pockets of freedom and those pockets can be used if we acknowledge them. And if you acknowledge them, your choice may be to grow those small pockets into larger ones. Because after all, pockets of freedom allow your soul to express its dreams. And if you can hear those dreams, your mind may trigger ideas of the how it can be achieved. Spirituality, the reaching of freedom, isn't about silencing completely the mind, but finding mechanisms by which the mind and the soul can work together. I come from a place of understanding that life has many rain clouds and we experience periods of drought 
torrential rain, and using that as an analogy of good times and bad. But in all of those, we know one thing. Nothing is constant. All we have is now. And what we can do in every moment can be a restart to how we look at something. And in those moments of restart, repause, those are moments of freedom. Where we aren't moving with what we think we should do, but what our heart suggests we should do. Seeking freedom isn't about pushing against a wall in hopes that it'll move. It's about stepping back and saying, is this wall worth pushing? Maybe my choice is to climb over it. The recent times with COVID have brought many challenges to many families. Challenges they never thought were going to face them before. Perhaps you own a small business and it was taking off and growing and now it's come to a halt. Perhaps you're one of our essential service workers who are working endless hours. And perhaps you're a child listening to this who can't go to school. But no, for everyone, there exists a freedom. A freedom to stop and pause, stay in gratitude and think about what we're grateful for. And to take that step means that you chose a moment of freedom to choose what you wish to focus on. I hope this message serves to understand, not to say that you need to change, not to say you need to seek spirituality, but a hope for you, that you see that ultimately, if you haven't defined what you want in the future, that it gives you a sense as to where you can begin to start a new normal. And if you do, marking every change and acknowledging that you are starting something new, you are practicing the exercise of seizing your freedom. I tell you, I have seen clients take moments of despair, times of darkness, and see rays of light. Seizing forgiveness means that you can take the darkest, the bleakest moments and shine light on it. Shine light on a situation that makes you feel empowered. I wish you peace. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Suzanne, reach out to her Facebook group, Genis Shields Natural Healing Center. Suzanne's YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word, that's Suzanne and Tony, 17, and the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.